Dueling Genre Productions presents... Oh my God, do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my God, I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport and I can fly. Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now, there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Leah Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Lindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The Powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine. I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. Dueling Genre. We are going. We are going. I did not write... What this minute ends with. <laughs> Actually, that It gets... ends with daddy issues. Yep. <laughs> we solemnly swear we're up to no good. everybody to Harry Potter and the Chamber of Minutes, the fan podcast that's overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And we have Rick and Victoria... Uh, so <laughs> Why did I do that? I, uh... That is hilarious. We have uh, Rick and Julia with us again from Mad Max Minute. Welcome back, you guys. Hello, hello. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, yesterday was a long one, and I'm sure there's a lot more to talk about today, but I am so excited to have you guys back. Yeah, the goal is to stay a bit more on topic. I'm, I'm sure people will enjoy our tangents, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, today we're talking about Minute 142, which starts with Tom's disgust and ends with his daddy issues. Uh, which, this it delights me. Uh rough stuff that's going on mm-hmm. in uh, the world of Harry Potter minute this week. Um, we, we're, we're continuing this sort of like angry discussion that Tom is having and he's telling um, telling Harry that uh, 
How is it that a baby with no extraordinary magical talent was able to defeat, let me tell you, I love this, he says, the greatest wizard of all time. Like, <laughs> he's talking about himself? Yeah. He's so egomaniacal. He's such a 16-year-old. I know, I know. <laughs> How did you escape with nothing but a scar while Lord Voldemort's powers were destroyed? Oh. He's so extra. I, I love it. so enjoy Tom Riddle and... This might be a bit of a hot take. I don't know. I don't know if this is the place for it, but Mm. I kind of wish that Tom Riddle escaped the Chamber of Secrets and became more or less a foil to Harry because then you would have this like anti Harry running around. Do you? And that would be so cool. And you could still bring back regular Voldemort, but. You'd have, instead of just Harry versus Draco, which, I mean, Draco is mostly harmless. He's like the classification of Earth in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, Yeah. um, But having someone like Tom out there, like, actively trying to go after Harry, and Harry's like, I'm more or less the same age, and I don't know quite as much. And, like, Riddle's out there just trying to get him. It would be... I think so that would work. I think that that would work so much better if we weren't married to like Harry has to go to school for the next seven years. Yeah. Like if this were a more fantasy story where you were like going off and having a quest, I think that that would work a lot better. But because we have to keep Harry grounded at Hogwarts, it's hard to like take him away to have interactions with Tom once Tom leaves. Yeah, I mean. The idea of Tom is really cool. If Tom it showed just... up next year as like a, 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 a quote unquote transfer student, like, hey, look at this new kid that <laughs> that's here. Like, I, I it would be, a, I mean, he couldn't get away with that either because Dumbledore knows him. But yeah, <laughs> I, I think having I, I would definitely be interested in having Harry have an antagonist that is still a serious threat. That it is closer in age to him because instead he's fighting this kid, this guy who came to power while his parents were children. Yeah, I mean, having Harry fight Tom Riddle more consistently instead of Harry fighting the resurrected Voldemort. Because, I mean, let's let's break it down to brass tacks. That's like Harry kicking in the door to the nursing home and being like, you old man, we're doing this. Yeah. Let's go, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) I love when Harry calls him Tom. So this is like the big reveal minute. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you do either of you remember the first time you read or saw Chamber of Secrets? Like, was this a surprise to you? Oh, wow. I can't remember. I know that that's like a big question. Yeah. It is a big question. I was thinking about it when you first mentioned it in the other day's episode. The yeah. whole like, because this is essentially the Empire Strikes Back reveal of the Harry Potter series. Yeah. Like, this is earth shattering that Voldemort, this big scary thing, this yep. ethereal feature, uh, figure, was at People one point a 16 year old. to say his name. Yeah. Like, and, and he was just a student like Harry. He went to school here. 
he he knew Dumbledore. Yeah, I remember being surprised, like genuinely surprised when, because I mean, every time they refer to Tom, it's always Tom Riddle. It's like yep. no one ever uses his middle name, and so it's not like you could figure out the anagram beforehand. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we mentioned off mic a little bit, and I just realized that I don't have this uh, up in front of me right now, but um, Tom's middle name is different in different languages so that this anagram works. I love that detail. It's It makes it feel like less of a British slash American thing that it can translate yeah. to around the world. The Harry Potter I world love that they is took so that British. Yeah. And it's so rooted in English traditions and words and ways of doing things. So mm-hmm. this little detail that can go all around the world. I like it. I do too. Uh, I'm trying to find other... Uh, in Italian, Tom is Tom Orvosalon Riddle, which is an anagram of Sonlo Lord Voldemort. And in Spanish, he's in he's Tom Sorvolo Riddle R Y D D L E. So he could be Sor Soylo, Soy Lord Voldemort. <laughs> I like the Icelandic one. Yeah. Uh, in Icelandic, he's Trevor Delgom, which is such a cool name. Or just Trevor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tre- oh, my f- my phone broke it up. T R E dash V O R on the next line. Yep. And I didn't read it as Trevor, and that's oh hilarious. I am a dork. <laughs> Trevor Delgom. That's so much easier. Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired, y'all. It's been a long day. My favorite is still the French one, which is, is Elvis. Elvis. Yeah, that's right. In French, he's Tom Elvis Judasor. Ooh. Yeah. He should have just gone by Elvis. Oh, actually, this is also, just to like drag that out a little bit further... Judasor is a phonetic spelling of Judasort, a phrase which means twist of fate. Oh, neat. Ooh. I think in the French one, the word for wand is also the same word for, like, baguette. What? <laughs> 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 Harry pulled out his baguette. So I think I read that somewhere, and I was just like, what the hell? I love right. it. Baguettes. Oh, that's super cool. Oh, boy. The French. Elvis. <laughs> Elvis. Elvis. Elvis Judasor. I can That's imagine. So cool. It does sound cool. I can imagine a French wizard where they've trained, they've taken their wand and they've turned it into one of those really long cigarette holders. <gasps> For sure. <laughs> For it's a, sure. It's an ash wand, ten inches, cigarette core. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh a lot, man. A lot of wine drinking. You could. You could. Yeah. I. You could. I. I love, I love that they changed, like, Voldemort was the name that she chose for this character. Mm -hmm. And so whatever the anagram was doesn't matter as long as his name works out to I am Lord Voldemort here. Yeah. And so, like, 
Tom Riddle doesn't even matter. Like, it's not... He's Voldemort. Like, that is where she began. Mm-hmm. And, and I just... I, I like that a lot. I, I think it's interesting that, like, who this character is is the name he chose for himself first in every language. And and that's cool. Yeah. Uh, there is I also something... just love that this 16-year-old kid picked his own name. Yeah, I think there's something empowering or strong about an individual, no matter where their, their moral center lies. An yeah. individual who doesn't identify with his name. That when he is old enough, he takes control yeah. of that. He made himself the person that everyone knows him to be. Yeah. Although, just personally thinking back to myself at 16, if I had chosen a name for myself, i just not sure it would have been one that would stick. I mean, there are t- plenty of people out there that maybe went oh. through a bit of a goth phase during their teenage years, and they have you know, cartoon characters that they drew in their notebooks and they were dark and edgy Uh, and wore leather. And then you imagine changing your name to something when you're 16 and then you get to be 40 and you're like, oh yeah, I guess the the name Dark Star Moonrunner (laughs) sounds a little ridiculous now. Uh, I love that even though he tells Harry, like, you thought I would keep the name of my filthy mudblood father... But, like, his his new name is still made of the letters of his original name. Like, he's not actually truly letting that go at yeah. all. Right. It's still the same. He just rearranged it. Yeah, it's, it's ingrained in who he is. Even if he changes his name, he can't escape the fact that he is Tom Riddle. And that's by his own doing, and, and I don't think he even considers it. Like, it's no, it's no, like, it satisfies me so much, but it's no surprise that, like, when Harry gets to know who this person is and faces him in the end, he calls him Tom because he never really let go of Tom Riddle. I think it goes to show how narrow Voldemort's creativity is. Yup. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if I could use my letters of my name to make a new one that makes sense. Oh, I'm pretty sure there's a spell, and he might even just be recreating it here in the chamber, how he writes out his name, and then he swishes his arms, and they rearrange themselves. uh, What is the... God, there's a website that I opened up that had 90... No, had like 19,000 variations on what Tom Marvolo Riddle could smell. It's basically like... An anagram generator. Yeah. I've got the one from HuffPo opened up in Uh, front of me, and that's the one where it's just ridiculous. That's all the, like, rejected ones. Yeah, it's funny. I have have wordsmith.org opened, Mm -hmm. and it says that there are 19,096 variations uh, using the letters. And and I think that 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 HuffPo article probably just, like, took the better ones um, and used it... uh, for their for their article but there are plenty uh, a plethora of of just strange names and i love it it's great 
Are there any uh, Are there any fun ones on that HuffPo article you want to mention? Because I closed that on my phone. Originally. Oh, the one that really stood out to me while we were looking at it off the mic was definitely Vim Troll Dad Romeo. <laughs> because you get options That's there. So silly. Dad uh, Romeo is great. <laughs> and then uh, everyone's favorite, Mister Tom, a dildo lover. A dildo lover. <laughs> um, and then, of course, Immortal Love Rod. Oh my god, Immortal Love Rod is the best. Uh, I'm just scrolling the Wordsmith article, and some of them like pop out to me, like uh, armored doll vomit. Oh, and <laughs> damn it, drool lover. <laughs> Uh, there's, there's a lot of like really silly ones and, uh, some of them don't, some of them are just like, eh, like clearly you're just, because you're just rearranging everything at, at random, they don't, they don't sound great, but some of them are like silly and, uh, I'll share this article. I'll, I'll post the link to this, to the listener's army or something, because like I said, 19,000, I am not going to read them off. Oh, if Voldemort had a sort of dem- democratic flair to him, he could have gone by Immoral Voted Lord. Ooh. <laughs> voted. <laughs> he don't care about that. I feel like if he would, like, as, as a 16-year-old, if he would have, like, started calling himself Lord Voldemort, they would have just lapped him in, like, as, as some, like, emo edge lord. Yeah, how long like, did it take for him to, like... Get people to actually roll along with this. Oh. They would. There would be two. There would be some smart ass kids that are like like Fred and George who would like do exactly what your guys are doing, and that's finding these ridiculous uh-huh. ones and calling him a dildo lover. Well, like, it's the same. <laughs> uh, like taking him down a couple of pegs. It's it's the same as like we talked about earlier in this movie, Fred and George, like talking about Harry, like oh everybody watch out, it's the heir of Slytherin, like he's gonna petrify you before you get to like. They're just nonsense. Like, you're just a kid. You're a 16-year-old in school. Like, get out of my face with this Lord Voldemort nonsense. Yeah. One of the anagrams is Immortal Dove Lord. Immortal Dove Lord. Like something out of a John (laughs) Woo movie. You have discovered it. Oh, can you imagine? that a lot. Dark clouds swoop in and Voldemort appears and then doves erupt (laughs) from the bottom of the cloud. Is he gonna be like a wrestler and he has like a song and he like when doves cry? Like... Dun, 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 dun. No, I'm sorry, I'm not. He's not John Cena. I'm not gonna. No, do that. At least I said when doves cry. And I'm like you did, I... you did. Dove related. It's the only dove related song I could think of. <laughs> so, so I ran my name through the anagram generator and it oh didn't come up with anything interesting. Then I ran Rick's name through. The anagram generator. And I found something kind of interesting. Hold on. I didn't do, I did not do middle name. I did his full, like, Richard. Um, One of them came back as Marchin Hagrid. What? What? Yup. Nice. That's cool. Keep saying, I need a Hagrid costume to wear when I ride my motorcycle. That'd be so cool. Yes, it would. That'd be so cool. Uh, I want to run my name through, but I feel like it's going to take me a while to find anything good in here. (laughs) I can just do my first and last name, I guess. That's short enough. It shouldn't have that many results. Yeah, mine didn't have... Mine didn't have that many. 
doing Rick's full name. So, is anyone disappointed in Tom's handwriting? Do you think it's like I, I feel like it's like trying to write on a like a like a chalkboard or a whiteboard or something, and it's like not actually i also don't like the way he holds his wand like if he's trying the thing is like he's not holding it like a pencil trying to write he's holding it like out in front of him i I don't like a chopstick yeah (laughs) it's like i understand that he's being all dramatic and he wants to get the swishiness but i mean you look at those letters and it's like okay i know you're supposed to be 16 but you're writing like you're six (laughs) oh Aw, my handwriting... Penmanship is not a class at Hogwarts. No, no, probably not. (laughs) Uh, uh, If I try to write in all caps, my my handwriting is not that great either. I'm actually a little disappointed there's not some sort of cursive that he's doing. I think that would be too complicated because the cursive, the letters itself would have to They flow into each other, yeah. Yeah. The they wouldn't look as they wouldn't be as nice and crisp. I guess I'm just disappointed because oh, he seems I to wonder, come from the time where cursive and pensmanship was really valued. Because I mean, nowadays, you know, these millennials they're killing cursive. So, oh, you're a millennial. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to see if there are if there's a video that has like. All the alternate and the ways that he writes it in different languages in the air. Like, if you watch this movie in French, does he write Tom Eldis, Elvis Judasaur? Oh. Somebody should make that, like a supercut. I'm Mash sure, I all bet you I bet you it's on YouTube somewhere. I just have to find it. I'll try and do that over the uh over the day and I'll post it to the Harry Potter listeners army if anyone uh, or if anyone else knows where that's at and can share it. Please share it with us because that would be awesome. You made me curious. I put my name in the anagram thing. Oh. And the first one I got was a gravitational cranium. Gravitational cranium. Oh, that is great. <laughs> I used my maiden name and my whole name oh. with, my, with my middle name. Oh. Which for all you listeners out there who don't know my middle name, it's Martina. Oh, okay. Well, now I gotta out. do my middle name. So I got a gravitational cranium. A like gravitational the, cranium was the first one. That's so cool. Mine was nowhere near as interesting. Right? Like I there's I don't know. There was a a couple other ones that I thought were. Should I write Junior? Funny. Should I put J R or Junior? I don't know. Right, no one writes out junior. Oh, here we go. I'm looking at my anagram list. One of them is Chairman Danger Hid. What? What? (laughs) That's cool. I don't know if Chairman would work as a first name, but it certainly works as a title. Oh, here's another one. A nautical arriving Adam. Oh, you guys (laughs) have good stuff. Okay, I did my full name, which is... Weird. I have a weird middle name. Okay. And I'm not getting any anything good. Okay. Oh. Okay, I'm the problem with my middle name is it's Hawaiian. 
So it has Ooh. some bizarre letters in it. Mm. Oh. So I'm not getting anything. I got a carnival origami taunt. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Why are you so interesting? Yeah. Oh, here's another good one. Hidden armchair nags. Ooh. Well, if I'm using my maiden name and I'm using my first, middle, and last, I have a lot of letters because my whole name is Victoria Martina Laguna. Laguna. Yeah, you have a long name. Lots of A's. I got like almost every letter you could think of, I swear. So, I don't know. I bet you if I put in my, my, my married name now, like I wouldn't get as many. But a couple of these are pretty awesome. Yeah, mine are boring, like... Abs gyre jewelry vent. <laughs> <laughs> my married name and my na- maiden name have almost the exact same letters in it, so it really doesn't change much. Aww. Yeah. I, I, I'll go through. There's, I still got a lot of hits, so I'm sure there's some gold in here, but it's going to take me too long to like go looking for it. A magical variation term. You know what? We should just invite everyone to share their best an- their name anagrams to the Harry Potter listeners. We army. should. Cause I like so it. Fun. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, I'll, I'll share a link for like the anagram generator that I'm using, and uh, we can all we can all do that on the Harry Potter listeners army. So so come join us for that. That'll be fun. This is already kind of fun. I'm like I kind of like this. I know it's gonna <laughs> take me too long. I'm still in the A's because oh. I'm scrolling for good stuff. Oh, I think I found a pretty awesome pen name. Uh-oh. Okay, Graham Rain Chidden. Chidden. Yeah. Like C-H-I-D-D-E-N. Like, just first name of Graham is pretty good start. Pretty and good. the middle yeah, name of Rain? That's nice. Rain. That sounds like a ninja dressed in purple. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. My favorite color of ninja. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Uh, Uh, So is it funny that only after Tom rearranges the letters in the air that Harry puts it together and he's like, oh, yeah, you're the heir of Slytherin. You're the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, like he literally had to have it spelled out for him. (laughs) Literally. Literally. It's great. It's so great. (laughs) <laughs> oh harry poor poor harry he's not the smartest bulb and then of course Greatest bulb and then of course tom turns around and says surely you didn't think i was going to keep my filthy muggery muggle father's name and then leslie nielsen comes in from the side and he's like i did <laughs> and don't call me Shirley." <laughs> so good oh it's 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 interesting because like I feel like this isn't really the place to like dig into this, but we are supposed to see Tom as like, he's the heir of Slytherin. He wants to get rid of Muggleborns. And here's that also, not only are we revealing that he's Voldemort, but he's got a Muggle father. He's a half blood. He's not a pure blood. He's such a self hater. Yeah, absolutely. So much so that he wouldn't, like, he didn't want to keep his, like, be, he says that it's because of his father being Muggle, but he didn't want to keep that name at all. Mm-hmm. Right, like, his middle name is, you know, is uh, a, a name of Salazar Slytherin's line. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's crazy. Voldemort's got some problems, guys. <laughs> yeah. He is a 
Psychiatrist's Dream. Oh my god. I'm so we have so much to talk about over the next six years. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. So here we go. The reveal. Tom Riddle was Voldemort the whole time. <gasps> I, I, I just can't fathom. Like, he seemed like such a nice boy. Uh, well. Yeah, well. I don't know. It's hard. It's super weird. It's hard to go back and, like, think about where I was when I read this as a kid. Because, like, like I said last week, I was definitely surprised by this. But now, like, now that we know, now that I've, like, we've dug so deep into, like, who Tom Riddle was and, like, why he ended up where he ended up, like, it's rough. I think what surprised me most about this reveal is that Tom Riddle was directly connected to Voldemort, as in being the same person. When I originally read The Chamber of Secrets, you know, I would look at Tom Riddle and be like, oh, he's a bad dude. You know, he's probably going to be you know, some sort of big bad going forward. And then they revealed the connection. I was like, whoa, oh, this is bigger than I originally he's thought. He's not going to be a big bad. He's the big bad. Like he's already the established bad guy. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy that he had given himself his name and had already like killed somebody and created a horcrux when he was a 16 year old kid. Now, had he already talked to Slughorn about Horcruxes yeah, at this point? I believe so. I think this is a direct result of the conversation he had with Slughorn. Okay. Um, I think so. I I guess I have to go back and do a little bit of uh, digging into um, Voldemort's school years. Like, when what happened. But my assumption has always been that, like... He had the conversation with Slughorn about doing this, and then he did it. And not the other way around. We're like, oh, he he caused the death of this person and created this thing, and now he's like, oh, what is this? Like, what did I do? Well, I think his his questions to Slughorn were more about, what if I do it again? Can oh. I keep doing it? So I think it is possible. Oh, maybe he, like, he read the book and figured out what this was, and then did it. And then went to Slughorn and was like, what if someone wanted to do this more than once? Yeah. That's rough. Either way, it's bad, you guys. He's a bad kid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's possible, if my memory serves, in the memory where Tom is sitting with the Slug Club. Yeah. Is he wearing the ring? I, oh my God. I don't even I remember. I can't remember, but I think there's a possibility that he might have already been wearing the ring, which means he already went and visited the ruins of the house. Yeah. He the he the ring became a horcrux because he killed that extended family too. I I'm pretty sure. Uh, I did some digging onto like the creation of the Horcruxes a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and I think that like that's where that happened. Like I don't know if it was like, I'm, I think it was the riddles. Uh, yeah, I think it was the riddle side, the Muggle side of the family, that uh, 
that he killed in order to make the ring a horcrux. So was the ring the first horcrux or was the diary the first horcrux? I always assumed it was the diary, but I don't know. Right. I think that that assumption the is because is it's really the first vague. one revealed to us. Yes, exactly. I don't know. So it feels know. like the earliest one, but... It might not be. But I... I can't remember. All right, I'm looking at do some the uh, Harry Potter wiki. Um, Tom went to talk to Slughorn during the school year of 1943. Okay. Nin- 1943 is the same year that he opened the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, that's it was exactly 50 years ago that mm-hmm. that yeah. blood girl died. Yep. So yeah, by mur- by murdering murder yeah, by murdering Myrtle. Yep. Myrtle Wow, red leather, That's yellow hard to leather. Say. <laughs> yep. But yeah, Murdering she Myrtle. was the murder that created that first Horcrux. The diary. The diary. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it happened in June. I thought June so too, but it's hard to know. Of 1993. No, of in 1943. 1943. Yeah. Yep. Tom survives, kills Ginny, walks outside into, into 93 Britain. And like Tina Turner's on the radio and, <laughs> and he's playing Nintendo, the original console, the NES, NES is out. People are playing, uh, Link's Awakening. No, I don't even know which game came out in 93, but <laughs> hilarious. I don't know. That's wild. His plan is so flawed. Yeah, he is. He's a kid. He doesn't know. He doesn't right. know. He doesn't know. Like all of his cronies are dead and gone. Yep. So, it's not even like he has a name. Like, okay, go find Lucius Malfoy. He doesn't even have that. We don't. What we would don't really he do? Know, we don't really know what the relationship that Lucius had with the diary was. We assume that he's ignorant, but like. I don't know. Maybe he wrote it. We don't know. We don't know. There's no evidence. There seems to be evidence that he knew what the monster was going to be and, like, knew that if Draco kept his head down, he'd be fine. Like, he let his kid go to school when he knew that he was unleashing a monster. Yeah. Which is ridiculous, because, like you said, I think yesterday, that the... That the monster, that the basilisk... The basilisk like, doesn't, doesn't care who it not. kills. No. No, of course not. It's just, it's just a, it's who just happens to be around. Yep. Yep. It has to be literally, like, led by the heir of Slytherin or else all hell breaks loose. Ah, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> you guys, I think that's everything I have for today. I kind of, actually, it's not true. I kind of want to talk about, like, just a little tiny little bit of detail is just... This conversation that's happening between Harry and Tom and Tom is sort of like circling Harry like he's prey. And then I I really like him using the wand to like brush Harry's hair aside to see the scar. Just little like this guy that is this guy who who's playing Tom is really, really great. Mm hmm. Um, I have a quick question about the wand. Yeah. Technically speaking, Tom Riddle uh, defeated Harry 
in such a way that he was able to take his wand away from him. Does uh, that mean the loyalty of the wand would I, I don't, switch? I don't think so, because the only reason that Tom got Harry's wand was because Harry just, like, dropped he it. it. He just dropped it last oh. week. He was, like, saw Ginny's body and was running to her and just, like, dropped it on the ground, like, preemptive of nothing. Amateur and, move. and Tom picked it up. No, yeah. I assume he can he can hold it and pick it up because it shares that same core that like his wand would have had. Yeah, they have the Phoenix like Feather actual, cores, or yeah. they're they're twins, they're brothers, or something. Right, like mm. and you can use somebody else's wand. It yeah. just won't be as powerful or receptive yeah. as if it has if as if, if the its loyalties loyalty had actually shifted. Yeah, uh-huh. right. Plus, I'm pretty sure that Tom is corporeal at this point. Yeah, he's able to pick up the wand. Like, yeah. I don't think he could sustain and this form outside of the chamber. If Harry That's why touched he still... him, would he disintegrate? Yeah. Because I don't think Harry lays hands on Tom at all in this scene. It would be so funny if if Harry was just like, Hagrid's my friend, and he slaps him, and then he just Tom just disintegrates like and roll credits yep this worked with the first guy oh you could do the you could do the scott pilgrim thing when he when he kicks gideon graves in the head and he turns to coins be so 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 good oh if harry did think oh i disintegrated quirrell with my touch and then dumbledore said there was a love spell in my skin which weird weird but if he thought oh i'll just you know slap tom riddle around until he stops being a thing and then they could do this cool effect where he goes and he slaps tom and tom explodes into like sheets of paper victoria's doing the little like play slaps that you do as like a little child like just hands out like bother bother oh oh harry being a Funny guy reach uh, out to reaches out to Tom Riddle, puts his index and middle finger on either side of Tom's nose, and pulls pulls away. Got says, your oh, nose. Got your nose. And he just falls apart. Like nose is his nose and is that's gone. Why he he has looks no like nose. oh, oh. Took his nose. <laughs> there you go. Got your nose. That's why. Oh, that's why he has mischief the nose. managed. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Uh, that's all the mystery. You guys, I, I'm so glad we were able to get you on for a couple minutes. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having us back. Yeah, it was absolutely our pleasure. It was such a delight. This, like, like I said at the beginning of yesterday, like w- totally unplanned, but I'm so glad it worked out. So, uh, I'm happy to have you back, our first return guests, and uh, we will do our we will we will make sure to get you back for Prisoner of Azkaban next season. Oh, wouldn't miss it for anything. Yes. Uh, one more time, let everyone know where they can find you on the internet. Certainly. Our home on the internet is MadMaxMinute.com. We are also on Twitter at MadMaxMinute, on Facebook by searching for MadMaxMinute. We have our listener page, MadMaxMinute Beyond Microphone. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, everyone can find us, of course, on HarryPotterMinute.com or DuelingGenre.com. Uh, if you want more of us, you can go to Patreon.com slash HPMinute and get our weekend edition episodes of The Quibbler, as well as a bunch of other random stuff that goes up on there lately. And uh, come back tomorrow for Minute 143 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Mischief, Mischief Managed! managed.